Welcome to this week's End of Days update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Colleen and I want to wish you such a Merry Christmas. Have a great time with your family. We celebrate the birth of our King. Amazing that Jesus put on flesh and, and, and dwelt among us, and we'll be celebrating for eternity about Jesus coming to the earth and dying for us. So what a what a great celebration we're into forever about Jesus being born uh, into the earth. Hallelujah. So uh, thanks for, for tuning in this week. We're looking at all the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, uh, specifically the gathering of nations for uh, for the Ezekiel 38 war, because that's pretty much happens right after the rapture of the church. The rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. And I hear people say, why in the world do we want to get end time teaching? Well, when you see the finish line, you run faster. So it's about an acceleration. It's not about an escape theology. I'm not concerned about missing the tribulation. Uh, I do have an appointment with God. I've got to go to the reward seat of Christ and the marriage supper of the Lamb. Uh, but uh, we would get into end time preaching. It's just like a clock counting down in a football game. Tell the quarterback to not look at the play clock. Well, he, he can't judge his urgency because he doesn't know what time it is. Same thing about looking at Israel. The Bible says that Israel is our timepiece. So we look at all the things that are happening around the nation of Israel that point to the coming of the Lord. The blatant, exact, precise signs aren't to scare us. They're to bring us joy because you're getting close to your destination. So let's look at what's happened around Israel this last week. Probably number one. Uh, was the, the peace talks in Vienna or the anti-peace talks in Vienna. Iran kept coming up with thing after thing after thing that would basically make it impossible to do a nuclear agreement, so they backed away from it. In the midst of Iran backing away from it, you had America literally with Israel last week put on the table a massive implementation of a plan to attack Iran. Because of that, Iran this last week had a huge military drill into the Persian Gulf, into the Strait of Hormuz, and right there in the coastal regions. They were showing how quickly they could shut down the Strait of Hormuz. That's where a fifth of all the world's oil supply goes through. So they were shooting off missiles. They were shooting shells. It was a, it was a live uh, drill to kind of basically counteract what America and Israel had come to a thought pattern about. And lo and behold, uh, America decided not to even back up Israel on the whole thing. So, in fact, Israel needed some more air-to-air tankers. They had put in an order for eight with America, and uh, they wanted two of them fast-tracks because with those air-to-air tankers, they can uh, unload or basically fill up three different planes at one time, 1,200 pounds of fuel in a minute. (coughs) It's crazy how they needed that. When America turned them down, it is interesting how Richard Nixon, being known as such a bad president, his mother told him there'll be a day when you're in power and you'll be able to bless Israel. And uh, during the 1973 war, uh, I remember Golda Meir was in there saying, hey, we need help, we need C-130s. Nixon looked over at McNamara and said, send them all. So it's amazing how one little decision like that can be a blessing to Israel. We need to pray for our country to continually back up Israel because right now Israel's at a place where it's having to go out of its way to protect itself. You had Iran tweeting this week uh, about the complete annihilation of Israel. It's insane that other nations don't come to Israel's defense and say, you can't say that. This is uh, 2021. That's insane. So with all of that, uh, you had uh, Israel going in and taking out a cache of weapons this last weekend on the edge of Damascus. And there was another one. So there were uh, some, some Syrian uh, soldiers got killed. Israel's having to completely preemptively strike all these missiles that Iran wants to park on the doorsteps of Israel. Israel even came out this last week and said, you know what, it's going to have to assassinate some of the Hamas leaders because there's such a plan and such a plot on every area and every corner to annihilate Israelis. You even had locally, I don't talk about it a lot, but the, the killings that have happened inside Israel, ramming a car into a soldier and stuff like that. We don't get into all that, but the big thing you're going to see soon is the West Bank. It's going to be a massive cause of of provocation because 
literally the earth and the world and Lucifer can't stand the borders from the Six-Day War, which give Jerusalem the Temple Mount, which gives them Judea and Samaria. And man, there's going to be a lot of activity over that, specifically the Temple Mount. So in the middle of all of this, you have China uh, operating with live ammunition in the South China Sea, uh, uh, boasting that they could go to war with America and destroy America. And then you had Russia. Remember how we talked about Russia is literally set up for the Ezekiel 38 war to the point that it's added so many soldiers there on the edge of the Ukraine. And Putin is so crazy. This week he blamed NATO for, for what's getting ready to happen. And then he blamed America for what's getting ready to happen. And then he blamed all of Europe for what's getting ready to happen. He's the one that's being uh, with all the provocations and bringing all this equipment to get ready to in invade the Ukraine. So there's a lot of things on the surface getting ready to happen. I believe Turkey will be a big part of it. Along with Russia, it's literally the setup for World War III or the Ezekiel 38 war. And it's not the Battle of Armageddon, but it's what happens just after the rapture of the church. So that just tells us uh, we don't have a lot of time left. So you had an earthquake in North, northern California, 6.2 on the Richter scale. You had that typhoon that killed 200-something people in the Philippines. Don't even talk about uh, the stars that are happening. You had a convergence of, of planets a couple of days ago. First time it's done that in 800 years. It's not the Bethlehem star, but, it, but it's the uh, Christmas star, they called it. And it wasn't the Bethlehem star, but the first time in 800 years. So you got the heavens speaking, you got the nations in position, you got armies in position. So much more going on with all of that. Uh, but we always go every single week to look at uh, what the Bible says because the Bible's flawless. The signs you have in the scripture are to help us see how close we are. So, number one, Israel made a nation. Israel regathered in our lifetime. Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. So then you have uh, the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You have the revival of the Roman Empire. You have 172 different species of predatory birds started coming into the land. So you got the cleanup crew in Israel right now. And then you have so much more. You have the Temple Mount Institute that's so ready to have the third temple ready. So that's absolutely amazing. And then you have more. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. And really what happened a few weeks ago still blows my mind. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah is, was. And uh, the amazing thing about that is it happened on the Day of Atonement. So you've got just, just crazy in-your-face stuff happening. I mean, then you had foxes on the Temple Mount. You had the ritual baths around the Temple fill up with water. Sea of Galilee overflowing. Uh, you had men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. Just crazy. So you have all these things as a setup for the coming of the Lord. Sign after sign after sign after sign. You had uh, scorpions sting 500 people in, in uh, Egypt a few weeks ago. Three people I got, got killed. So you got uh, nature in position, uh, uh, countries in position for what's going to happen after we leave. So we're, we're so privileged. You go from signs to signals. You had the blood red moods on Passover and Tabernacles, four in a row. Pretty amazing. NASA called that a tetrad. I mean, when's the last time you had four in a row on, on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. Uh, 1948 when Israel's made a nation. 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. Then after that, you had the Bethlehem Star. I, I saw the interview with the guy that did the Bethlehem Star. So cool. An attorney from uh, Nashville. Uh, but he showed that Jupiter and Regulus and Venus came together at the birth of Jesus. And the constellation was Virgo because Jesus was born of a virgin. This last year, NBC Nightly News. Well, we have a celestial event. We got Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus. Bethlehem Star. First time in 2,000 years the constellation was Leo because he's the lion. 
of the tribe of Judah. But you have many more things happening in the heavens that you just you just don't even have time to get into all of it. But it literally, it's screaming to us, the king's coming. And what's the whole purpose of all this? So you accelerate so there should be great joy. We're about to see Jesus. It's not escape theology. It's a hustle theology. We have a lot to do in a short period of time. So what do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor, be more engaged, get more involved, and, and do the will of God right here before Jesus comes. So soon, we'll see him. We'll be so glad we gave it our all. This is it. This is the end of the game. This is the end of the church age. And people say, is it really that close to the Lord coming back? And well, our book's coming out really soon. And there's 75 signs of the coming of the Lord. So uh, it's all there blatantly right in front of us. We're about to see Jesus. Man, have a blessed Christmas weekend. Have a wonderful new year. I believe uh, as we go into the next year, 2022, it'll be the best year you've ever had. And uh, well, let's put our hand to the plow. Let's do the will of God. Let's get His will wrought for all of our lives. And, and, and then all of a sudden we're caught up and we're out of here at the rapture of the church. Have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.